As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And today I am joined by indie film director, Leandro Taub. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Josh. I am very happy to, to be with you and thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Now, obviously, I know you're here to talk about your film, Externo. We need to redesign the world. It will be an unprecedented campaign. I know there will be strong retaliations. Maybe we will have to change governments. There are no accidents in this world. A politician falls, another rises. But the strongest decide. There is no democracy. This is war. Now what I want is for the populations of these countries to consume our food, to use our medicine, to occupy our buildings, to invest in our banks, to watch our television programs and films, to surf our webs, to use our electricity and gasoline, to drive our cars, I want to gain the majority of the market share of each and every industries in these countries. I want to ask you something. I'm ready. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Externo is the story of a guy, Joseph, who tries to conquer the world, starting with a net worth of $2,000. And he starts doing some e-commerce businesses, after real estate businesses, after he starts a day trading in the stock market. And until now we are okay, but suddenly he starts to do inside information trading, he starts to mess with some industries, uh, he gets into the pharmaceutical industry, he gets into the in politics, he starts to, to grow and grow, his ambition starts to grow, his successes start to grow, and, and we discover what happened with infinite, infinite uh, ambition and infinite capacity. And no no moral ground so i know right now it's about to st- well by the time this comes out it will be touring the u.s throughout film festivals correct yes 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 it is uh, right now is um at, at the moment of, of, of this conversation uh, the festival the the movie is in 23 or 24 film festival in the official selection already won several prizes in europe in the u.s in asia and it's touring the, touring the world with 
festivals, probably there will be more festivals uh, in the months ahead and showing to the people of the industry this, this film. It's a special film, uh, the way of shooting the film was special, uh, the locations are, are amazing, the, the aspect ratio is, we, we shot the film in 355, one is like, is frame ratio, which is the double of a, anamorphical uh, right. rate, which is like an, uh, is exactly the double of an, an anamorphical, but this is not made digitally. Actually, the lens, the lenses were like that, uh, all lenses of the 70s that we got. Oh. And almost all the movie has been shot with a tripod, like with the camera, like, Steady, you know, like not moving. Right. Uh, it, it's a very special challenge. Very few actors, very few. I am one of them. <laughs> and a small crew, very talented crew, and a very strong statement of the state of a piece of the humanity right now. Okay, very nice. Now, one thing I like to ask when I get an independent film director. I like to know the budget because sometimes these movies, independent film can be big and then sometimes the budget's like really small. Yes. So what was, what was the budget around this movie? On production, we it's, it's amazing. Probably very few people can believe this, but on like in production, we spend less than $10,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yes. good. That's the, feral, the feral cost, we have probably like... 40, 50,000 more. But cash for production, it was like 10,000, which is, a, as, is less than what you call a micro budget. Micro, uh, yeah, micro budget. And, and we, we shot all the movie uh, in two weeks, but actually it was in 12 days because uh, I respect Shabbat. Uh, Shabbat. Uh, I am a Swiss guy who respects Shabbat. So all the crew, we shot from Sunday to Friday. And every Saturday, it, like everyone, uh, uh, we were not uh, everyone Jewish, but we use it uh, as an excuse for everyone to, <laughs> to, to have a, a day for relax every week. So we did it in two weeks, small crew, very small crew. And it was also a, a, a good example that is possible to, to create great stories like the excuse of no about the money is an excuse that, you know, unless, of course, you are trying to, to shoot uh, Avengers 7. But if you are uh, trying to do a story, you know, without too much special effect or it's possible to, to, to build a, a, a movie with creativity, uh, a lot of uh, human talent and not, not too much money. It, it, the money is not, uh, you know, it's not, it's not about the money who, what makes it possible or not possible a film. Hey, I, I agree. I've heard that from many people. If you want to make something, you'll find a way to make it and you can make it on a lower budget. You'll get it done if you want it done. Exactly. All right. So we're going to get into nice film and you chose definitely an all time classic. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Tonight on KPTV 12. Get another one of you maniacs that knows what I'm talking about. Jack Nicholson. I think you are crazy or something. Well, you're not. You're not. Louise Fletcher. 
Now you feel better, don't you? <laughs> How about it, you creased, you lunatic, speckled effective... In Ken Kesey's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, winner of five Academy Awards, tonight at 5 on KPTV 12. When did you first see this film? You know that I don't know, but this is very interesting. This is one of that movies that I saw since very young, and it had a strong impact on myself. And I remember it from the beginning, but I, never, I, 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 I am not aware when I saw it for the first time, but yes, it is that, that type of movie that marked me, you know, left me a, a strong impression. There are several films that they leave you like, whoa, whoa what was that? Very, very powerful movie. All right, so for anyone that hasn't seen it, why don't you give a brief synopsis to what this is about? Yes, the official uh, brief synopsis is a criminal pleads insanity and is admitted to a mental institution where he rebels against the oppressive nurse and rallies up the scattered patients. Saying it in, in another way with my own words, this is a movie about, uh, yes, uh, it's a criminal, uh, someone who is uh, confused and, and has a good heart, but not proper actions. He makes mistakes and suddenly uh, he, end up, he ends up in a, in a very painful reality. And, and it's a redemption movie. Very, very nice message. It is. It is. I will say one thing that I'll rewatch this for this because I hadn't seen it in years. And one thing that I, that kind of left me a little unsettled is Jack Nicholson's character, McMur McMurphy or whatever. Yeah. When he says he got in there, he was trying to defend his actions of like raping a 15 year old girl. And I was like, oh, I didn't remember that being the reason he was in prison the first time. I, me neither. Yeah, that like, is the reason. That's, yeah, and when I heard that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, that kind of makes this a little bit darker. I didn't remember that being it. And me neither. Oh. Oof. Yeah. So, sorry. So, 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 that was the reason why he was uh, put in the, in the mental asylum. That was the... Into the well, that was the reason. You know, he went to the mental institution because he was pleading insanity in jail. Yes, that I remember. But the, yeah. the, the, he was a, like the, his his fault. He raped a, like a, a girl. As, at, if I if my ears were hearing correctly, I heard him he was. That's what he was trying. That's why he was pleading insanity because he knew he was in major trouble in jail. Okay, so I. I uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that no. made me go. Oh, wait a minute! Yeah. Yeah. I had to take a step back. Like, oh, that one hits a little hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, but, I, I was not aware of that I saw but, it many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, we're, like I say, this is like an introduction to the movie for people who haven't watched it. Yeah. So, and this is a hard one because I don't want to spoil the movie. Yes. And the way this ends does not lend itself easily. But I'd like to hear yeah. what you would like to do in a sequel if you could do it back then. Now, granted, like I say, with the way this one ends, it does not lend itself to a sequel. 
No, 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 of course. You, you, like, if you want to do a sequel, probably I, I will do a sequel based on the character of, uh, for example, Chief Brom. Yep. Uh, the chief, uh, exactly. The, the chief is, for, for who is uh, hearing or looking, seeing us, the chief is like one of the, like, co not prota pro the protagonist is Jack Nicholson, the chief is, let's say, like one of the support actors. And, yes. and his character is amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's, and, and it will be very interesting to see, you know, what happened with the chief after right. yes. this movie. That, yeah, that will that, be an interesting sequel. I was going to say, I think that's where my mind went to is like, okay, we, if we do a sequel, it has to be following the chief. You know? yeah. But yeah. this, the, speaking of supporting actors, I couldn't believe how many people were in this movie. I mean, you had a young Danny DeVito, Christopher yes. Lloyd, Brad Dourif. I was like, wow, forgot how many people are in this thing. Yeah, yes. Uh, and the, the backstory of this movie is, is amazing. I, as a month ago, I was hearing an audiobook a, of the life of Kurt a, Douglas. And I didn't knew that he wanted to make this film since a while, and he wanted to make this film with Milos Forman, the director, right. and he never were able to do it. And after his son, Michael Douglas, okay. he, he appeared like, I don't know how many years after, and he said, hey, Papa, I will produce this film the movie name is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Net, and he was like, ah, the movie I wanted to produce! <laughs> and, and the director will be Mar Milos Foreman. And he was like, he never answered my calls. So it, it's a nice, it's very interesting to discover that also like this movie was produced. And I, th I think he won an Oscar, Michael Douglas, for this movie as a producer. Won five Oscars, this movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's an interesting fact about this movie. It won what they call sweeping the Oscars or the big five. You have best director, best picture, best actor for Jack Nicholson, best actress for Louise Fletcher, and then best screenplay. <laughs> Which me and you have something in common because my favorite movie, Silence of the Lambs, also won the big five. So, I mean, it's, there's only three of them that did it. The other one was uh, It Happened One Night. So only three movies have won those big five, as they call it, in the Oscars. So. Very, very interesting that I don't know. Um, like, there is something that uh, touched my heart uh, about this movie. Now I feel a little strange because of the reason why he goes to. to that, <laughs> I, that's, know, that's... I, I wasn't aware about that. Sorry, but, uh, but I don't remember about that. But what I do remember, and the reason why I, I told you let's talk about this movie, is the redemption. Because what we see in the, this movie, which is beautiful and very painful, yes. is, is some, a person who made mistakes, who is paying for his mistakes, and through the movie, he's redeeming himself. He's, if I remember well, because I, 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 that is the, the, probably I should see it again, but if I remember well, he, through the movie, he, is the process of redemption of the main character. I think yeah. he pays for, and, and he pays hardly. I, I'm yes. not sure if he, you know, like, I'm not sure if, if he deserved everything that happens, but it's a redemption. 
Right. And also, I think this message or this movie gives a very strong message about the mental health care in our country. And honestly, I don't know that we could do like are doing much better these days than we were back then in the 70s. And I don't I know this was based off a novel. I don't I don't know when that was written. Like, I don't know how soon this got made after the novel, but I, I really hope that that I, I, I don't know. I really hope that it was a piece of fiction and I really hope that that there are no mental institutions in the world with uh, these these characteristics. I really hope so because it's very painful. Very painful. Yeah, I mean I mean that character is so famous that when you have a mean nurse or anything, they automatically just call her a nurse ratchet because of that character. That's how famous she's gotten is that they'll refer to a nurse who's being mean to someone as a nurse ratchet. So that shows how important that character was. But let's go into the dreaded remake territory. You get to remake this movie with people you want in today's time. That is a role that I would really like to, to act. The, 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 the role of Shaq Nicholson, for everyone who, okay, introduction also I work as an actor also uh, I, I, I've been working for several years in very interesting indie films and the, the character of uh, Jack Nicholson in that movie uh, I, I feel it like yes I, I feel I, I will be very honored to, to play a, a character like that the, the other roles okay let's see the other roles or who else can do that role? Let's recast this movie. Who could be, first of all, who could be the chief? Yeah, who could be the chief? Who could be the chief? The chief could be... Um... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the, we, we could change a little the roles. Uh, uh, the, the, per, the person who came to my mind, mind is Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Okay. Which is not similar to the chief. It's really right. well, yeah. If if you're going based on the the north, exactly. what you're used to seeing, yes, exactly. If you if you are based on, he's not similar. But but I feel that that like Mark Ruffalo, I really admire uh, him as an actor. He 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 has a very broad uh, range, and it will be very interesting to see him. Another question, who could be the nurse? Yeah, who could be the nurse? Technically, they've already done it because they have that Ratchet series on Netflix with Sarah Paulson. Yeah, that's that's like a prequel to the movie as far as I I haven't watched it. But it's called Ratchet, and it's about her. I know that, and I'm pretty sure it leads up to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You know whom I was thinking? Frances McDormand. Oh, I think she could pull it off too. Yes, she can pull sure. off anything. She, she's so talented, so talented. Uh, and there is something very special about her. She, she can play as someone wonderful, as someone innocent, as someone very healthy and very good, and she can play the opposite. And, and you believe in both cases, both characters. I, I, I agree with you. I, I love Frances McDormand. I, I agree with you. <laughs> she will be 
uh, agudo de nerves. Of course, we need to ask if they want to shine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who could be my... Let's take me out of the picture because I, I was doing in Argentina, we say autobombo. Autobombo is like... Bombo is like the drum. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing drums for myself. That is not <laughs> too much ego. Okay, let's let's take me out of the picture. Let's think who could be the character uh, of Jack Nicholson, this wonderful character, which is uh, McMurphy in the in the movie. She yes, I know who. You know who who could be? Shia La. How, how do you pronounce his name? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Him, he could be an amazing uh, Jack Nicholson in this movie. That's interesting. I mean, I did, I did like what he did in Honey Boy. Yes, Bernard yeah, he he uh, he was good in that. And honestly, I don't care too much for the Transformer movie, so I can't give him credit <laughs> for those. But the, no, he did also uh, like in the last movies I saw from him, uh, very good characters. He did um, the. Peanut Butter Falcon. I've heard of that, but not watched it. Look at it. Very, he, he did a very, very, very cool um, role. And and the last one in Netflix, I saw it uh, last week. Very, very good work also, um, which is uh, Pieces of a Woman, something like that, the name of the movie. I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, let me look. The name is... Pieces of a Woman, exactly, Pieces of a Woman. He acted very well, very well. And also, also, did you see Far a Fury of him with Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, I forgot he's in it. I always think of Brad Pitt, but yes. That in that movie, the guy is, is wild. All right, so what I want you to do, yeah, give that final pitch for someone who maybe doesn't want to see this, maybe they don't watch old movies, whatever. Final pitch on why they should watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I have the perfect pitch, I think. Or I, at least I hope it works, this pitch. <laughs> and we all make mistakes. We try to don't make too terrible mistakes, but we, we all are trying, and sometimes we all fail. And I do believe in forgiveness. I do believe in redemption. I do believe that every person deserves a, a chance to, to, to heal and, and we can help each other. And this is a movie that touched that part of each of us, a person who makes mistakes and, and, and he's trying to, to find a way. Did I convince you to see the movie? Hey, I've seen it. I think... I think- I like it. I think you sound good. Like I said, I think anyone should see it just for one, you get the performances of Jack Nicholson and Louise Fletcher in this. Plus just the chief is a great supporting character just to watch. Yes. Yes. And then, like I said, young performances from Brad Dorif, who horror fans will know is the voice of Chucky. You get Christopher Lloyd way before back to the future or anything. Yes. You get Danny DeVito. We, we, we didn't recast Danny DeVito. De Who will be the character of Danny DeVito? Oh, my goodness. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We don't, I don't know of a modern-day Danny DeVito type. He's an amazing, so talented actor. So talented actor. Actually, I know who. 
You know who could be a very cool character of him? Seth Rogen. Who? Seth. Seth oh, Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Sorry for my pronunciation. Okay. Okay. Seth Rogen. He, of course, he doesn't look like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Seth, if you are listening to this, I'm not saying like both of you are beautiful. Danny DeVito, you are beautiful. Seth, you are beautiful. But he he has that that craziness that. Spark, I think he will be a very cool Danny DeVito in the movie. Yeah, I like it. And if you, if either of you are listening, I say thank you because that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online? Um, Leandro Tau. I need to practice my my Spanish, my English. Uh, Leandro Tau. If you look my name, you you will find me kind of everywhere, uh, my page leandrotop.com, my books in Amazon, audiobooks in Audible, movies in uh, everywhere, and uh, in social media also with my name and last name, T-A-U-B. All right. And as always, you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to come back next week as I'll have a new guest talking about a new movie. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.